0: The College Experience FCS National Championship preview and our reaction show to uh, Mark Marquise linguist to Buffalo podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you're going to risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Odds Jam. Odds Jam is the betting tool every sharp better needs, bringing you the latest prices and presenting the best betting opportunities. Dominate the marketplace with Odds Jam. Use promo code SGP and get 5% off. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash odds jam. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the College Experience FCS National Championship Preview, and we're gonna touch base on uh, Marquise Lingus, the new head coach of Buffalo. My name is Colby, swinging to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and I'm joined by my co-host, look, uh, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Hey, 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 what is going on, man? I mean, you got uh you got a real playoff with the national championship going on. We do we did get the top two seeds somehow. Top two seeds, but that's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. that. Yeah, exactly. My thing is like, but they earned it. They earned exactly. the spot to get there. It's funny. They had, to, they had to go through a gauntlet. They had to go through three, four games to get here. They yeah. earned it. I totally agree. And, and that's funny. Well, like the argument, a bunch of the player, uh, people that uh, argue f- to keep the four team invitational, they say, well, look, the top two seeds are still there. That's not the point. The point is uh, they had, they earned it. It wasn't just given yes. to them, yeah.
1: So and the point is also to enjoy the ride. Yeah, watch some of the upsets. Watch more games. We all love watching games. We all love betting on games, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, look, these teams had to beat good teams. Look at Sam Houston State; they had a knock off
0: James Madison and North Dakota State, probably and, the and, two best programs over the last five years. Yeah, for sure, the the two best. And then Monmouth, who I mean, the, Sam Houston State. Uh, beginning to look like a team of destiny here, with the way that some of these games have ended. I mean, Monmouth's receiver drops a touchdown in the end zone, and had he caught that, and they made an extra point, Monmouth would have won. Then you got the North Dakota State thing—if they block that punt and it doesn't roll out of the end zone, and they just recover it, or if uh, if their 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 freshman quarterback Miller on a third and one at about the forty doesn't take doesn't botch the 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 ball and just lose five yards, setting up a fourth and six. It looked like North Dakota State was going to be in position to win that game despite Sam Houston State being the better team all ga- all day. And then the JMU game where JMU was dominating this game uh and I it, I would I would almost think that if you played this game 40 times JMU probably would have won 39 of them. Um no, nah, I don't know about that. Dude, do, how you're, many You're still not giving the Bearcats any credit. Do you realize how lucky it was that a uh they get a, a special team. They scored three touchdowns in like five plays. That's very rare. And they outscored JMU
1: 28 to three in the third quarter.
0: But part of that, a kick that bounces backwards. I mean, how many? Like, that's luck, dude. That is luck. 39 out of 40 JMU wins.
1: I, I don't think it's that lopsided. Really? If you would have said, if you would have told me 25 15. Okay. Okay. 39 to one out of 40. Well, come on. Well,
0: another thing is Jay, you
1: get the bear cats credit. Come on,
0: hold on. Look, Cole Johnson injures his hand. The final drive didn't have Cole Johnson, a lot of bullshit luck just just coming in there. Uh, look, Sam Houston state deserves to be where they're at. All right. But I, I just say, had they replayed some of these games? I mean, this is one Monmouth somehow was shooting themselves in the foot I thought Mammoth won the first quarter, despite losing the scoreboard, they look like the better team. Th- How often can that keep happening? Now I will say this, Sam Houston state was flat out better in North Dakota state the whole game, but they let them stick around. Um, but the other two, I think you can make the case uh, at times uh, that, Oh, for sure. I, w- I just think JMU was probably the better team there, but Hey, it reminded me of the Buffalo bills against the Houston Oilers in 1993. That game, I told you that. We were watching this one together at a bar in Boone, North Carolina. Um, so, uh, yeah, here we are. We got South Dakota State. They took care of Delaware. I mean, I was 0 2 on my picks a week ago. Delaware loses Nolan Henderson the first drive. He comes back. He doesn't look the same, but I'll be honest, they wouldn't have won had he been 100% healthy. The O line, the D line of the Jackrabbits were destroying the Blue Hens. I couldn't believe how bad the Delaware defense played in that game. It was almost
1: like the Super Bowl. So I don't care if Patrick Mahomes was playing quarterback for Delaware, because I mean the the O the O line was just getting killed, almost like the Chiefs O line was getting killed by the Buccaneers just what three months ago or something. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. Hey, very impressive game for the Jackrabbits there, and it's about time too, because let's face it, the first uh, playoff game against Holy Cross, I mean they won easily, but they didn't really look sharp. They didn't need to look sharp because they were just so much better team than, than uh, Holy cross. Um, but then again, Southern Illinois, you know, uh, they, they got lucky the second half, but they definitely lost the first half. And
0: I, I don't even, I, I I won't even say they owned it because the Southern Illinois was moving the ball. They just didn't like, I think yardage wise, Southern Illinois outgained South Dakota state. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, that's, I mean, I know stone Lebanowitz already announced he's coming back for the Salukis. And uh, I'm sure they have that one penciled because this is going to be a painful one. If South Dakota state takes home the national championship for, for a uh, Saluki fans out there, but South Dakota state, I, I would kind of like them to see a win a na- or win a national championship. Normally North Dakota state always getting those national championships. So this would only make that rivalry better. And, uh, and, and as we see this line, four and a half, Sam Houston state getting four and a half. Now, uh, th- you know, this is kind of a home. I mean, is, does this count as a, a somewhat of a home game for Sam Houston state? This is in Frisco, Texas. All right. Uh, Sam Houston state, obviously in Huntsville, Texas. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I, four and I don't know the mileage between those two cities. <laughs> I know Texas is
1: a gigantic state, but it has to be closer than South Dakota state. Uh, so I, yes, I would expect more fans for the Bearcats than the, than the Jack rabbits and the travel should be less. So Th- three hour, three
0: hour drive.
1: Okay. Yeah. No problem whatsoever then. So definitely, uh, you know, favor the Bearcats there and on this run here, they, they have won all those games at home. So I think that that plays a factor here. Sure.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm catching four and a half. I mean, I, I hate to get right into this thing. I I'm going to take the points, uh, even though I think South Dakota state's the better team here. I'm going to take the points all day here. Eric Schmidt, I'll tell you another game changing play in, in that JMU game was that punt return by Ezard. That's what I'm saying. It, it, that's what I mean by my point on the, the three touchdowns within like, f- I think it was like six plays or something. I'll you get that punt return. Then you kick the, the kickoff It ball bounces backwards and then the backup quarterback for JMU, what I think throws a pick or, or fumbles or something. Like it was, it was just. All I
1: know is that we were at this like barbecue joint trying to order some food, <laughs> and like you know, wait waitress is taking our order, and then you know, like a couple of minutes pass, you know, we got a big table of guys there, and then we look at the, the back of the TV, and it's like, what the hell happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, they had added a touchdown within. 2 minutes. And we didn't even know how they got the ball back or whatever. So that was a blur that, you know, third quarter there for the Bearcats. Sure.
0: But you break down this game here. That's what I mean though. That's it almost makes you think they're a team of destiny when you get like, it's just crazy. They did that with, they did that without really getting a first down. Uh, uh I thought when we did the, um, the college football preview week, six
1: preview pod earlier in the week, at that point, I thought you were taking South Dakota state. No.
0: Yeah, but I, there was no line then there was no line. I like South Dakota state to win this game, but I will say this, the more you dive into the the statistics and go back and watch the tape and see all these uh, crazy plays that keep uh, Sam Houston state winning these games. It makes you think, huh? Maybe. Well, well, you know, you say they have a, a lot of luck
1: on their side. How about this though? So they limited North Dakota state to 139 yards rushing. North Dakota State was averaging over 220 a game on the year. Yeah. Then they limit James Madison to 159 yards on the ground. James Madison was averaging over 246 per game coming into that. And they still haven't given up a 100-yard rusher. That's not luck there. That's a good defensive front. That is forcing me bad to mediocre quarterbacks to beat you. Uh I will say I think South Dakota State, I think you know they're they have more options, you know. Their quarterback Gronowski, man, that fr- that true freshman, he can beat you through the air. He can beat you on the ground. Yeah, he's a he's a more accomplished thrower than the other two quarterbacks that Sam Houston State just ran into. So I'm a little concerned about that. But still, if they can make them kind of one dimensional, I think that favors the Bearcat defense.
0: Uh, I mean, Gronkowski's getting seven yards a rush right now seven yards, a rush, 600 yards on the season, seven touchdowns, a long of an 80 yard touchdown run. So the guy's got some wheels. And I think that's, that's the thing here. Will the Jack rabbits run game, uh, be able to have success. I mean, Delaware had a great defense, but what happened there? They really, uh, had a great game plan for, you know, they, they did a lot of that option read. I feel like, which kept Delaware guessing, um, I, you know Pierre Strong, Davis Gronowski, those guys together, even Meacham, the the fourth or the third string running back, these guys are good. All of them getting about five yards a carry or more. I mean uh, Pierre Strong, almost six yards of carry. Davis getting eight yards of carry, just about the run game sets up the pass game and then they got the janky brothers. And that's another thing. Pierre Strong's good out of the backfield as well, man. Yeah. Second on the team in catches. So, uh, so, but you know,
1: I, I just see the whole South Dakota state team as being just a rock solid, no weaknesses. They're good at everything. Maybe great at nothing. So, you know, yeah, they, they have a nice run game, but it's not better than the James Madison rushing attack. It's not better than the North Dakota state rushing attack. But it, so not, I do it, think Sam Houston state will be able to have some success, you know, against their running game.
0: I think it can be better because against North Dakota state, the flaw in that team is they were unbelievably one dimensional. So you could sure. stack the box. Yes. Right. Did they have a better, you could make a better O line or better uh, statistical numbers uh, running the ball. But I think what what makes this offense so tough is you have two running backs that are very capable of, of, of busting a long one. And then you add in Gronowski's run pass capabilities. Sure, And then the, the, the receivers, I mean, those janky brothers are good. The tight end, uh, Hines Heinz is good. Um, the defensive line dominant last week against Je- uh, Delaware. Now I'm glad you mentioned that though, because the
1: so Delaware was not able to throw a pass more than about 10 yards. And mostly because the quarterback wasn't getting enough time in order for those receivers to stretch the field. I do think the Sam Houston state offensive line will have more success, even though I know, I know South Dakota has got or state's got a very good D line. They have some nice blitz packages, but I think the Sam Houston state offensive line will do better than Delaware. They have to, I mean, that they
0: were awful. Yeah, If you go back to that first drive before Henderson's knee, like I said, Delaware would have lost regardless. I had Delaware. I was wrong. Um, But I will say Henderson was able to have success on the ground escaping, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the pressure he was getting once he got that knee injury, he didn't feel as comfortable running the ball. And so what, but my point here is Eric Schmidt sneaky, good on the ground, sneaky, good on the ground. Um, so they're gonna have to watch out for that. And Schmidt is just a beast quarterback, but you look he's to, a more accomplished passer than Henderson, also, I think. It, easily. I think Schmidt, you can make the case that he's the best quarterback in the FCS. I think a kill glass for Alabama AM, Eric Barrier, Eastern Washington, Schmidt uh, Stone, Lebanowitz, all those guys, I think uh Don't forget Stone. I won't forget Stone, but look, the most, you know the most that South Dakota State's given up all year was in week one against Northern Iowa. They gave up twenty. Um, everything else has been just a great defensive performance. Oh no, so, so Southern Illinois would be the other one with Labanowitz, which I think there's there's similarities in what uh, Labanowitz and Schmidt can do in the air. So I see that. So perhaps you know that's something to watch there. And we touched on on Ezard, the the guy who had that gigantic punt return against He's uh, a playmaker. Yeah, I mean this guy is really good. I really suggest it, if you get a chance to watch it. First off, they have a couple really good wideouts. Uh Cody Crest uh the transfer, he's really good getting f- he's got 40 catches. He has the most catches on the on the on the roster. But J- Jaquez Esard, 28 catches, 753 yards. This guy's averaging 27 yards a catch, all right? Damn. That's <laughs> explosive right That's there. That's legit. And it was I think coming into last week it was 31 yards a catch. So he it, 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 <laughs> the average went down some, but this guy had the had pretty much the, the play that really brought the team back stole the momentum was that long punt return for a touchdown by Ezard, And that's something right. that's something I feel like we got to highlight too against North Dakota state, the special teams. I, I was joking around telling you that they had the fire, the special teams coach, because what I think North Dakota state had a couple block punts, a uh, kick. Re- no, I think it was one block punt for which ended up being a safety, a kick return and a punt return for a touchdown in the same game. Um, right then last week they answered the call when Ezard had that long punt return that is something we should watch in this game here is uh you know how well uh, who wins the special teams battle cuz that that could be good both the kickers are money seth morgan for sam houston state 43 of uh of 45 and i believe south dakota state's guys is uh, only mi- only missed a uh, 3 so they've been that's another thing though jmu's their kicker hadn't missed a field goal all year that happened so I'm telling you, there's a lot of, a lot of <laughs> things happening in uh, with Sam Houston state where I feel like, man, they're, they're chosen. But uh, so the question is, yeah,
1: are, are they chosen and you ride them or are they do, you know, are, are they due to not have all those bounces go their way?
0: Yeah. I I mean, I keep, t- that's what I keep fading them when I bet them and I'm like, man, they keep pulling it off. Now <laughs> the, uh, the defense, you could, ar- look, the the better defense is South Dakota State. Sam Houston State's given up 38 to Southeast Louisiana. They've given up 35 to JMU. So, I mean, they can let you score some points. That's why I think at the end of the day South Dakota State's going to get the win. But it does concern me freshman quarterback going up against a very experienced as much as Gronowski has been great, um that is the concerning factor there is the experience of Eric Schmidt against the the, the freshman quarterback with the the Jack Rabbits. Um what are you doing here? Are you taking the points? Yeah, I'm taking the
1: points. I think four and a half's just too much. Uh, I mean, I do think South Dakota State overall they're the slightly better team. Like I say, they're just rock solid from top to bottom. There's they really don't have a weakness. You know the yeah. the, the, the 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 offensive line, the D line, very good. The quarterback, I mean the the playmakers, the running back, the secondary, you name it. Uh, but you met I, yeah. I mean Sam Houston State when they were down what twenty four to three, I think. Yeah. They could have just packed it in and said, okay, you know, the spring football season has been fun, but uh, we're going to just take it easy and uh, you know, and come back in September. But they didn't, they, you know, they fought back and they earned the right to be here. And it seems like they're not going to roll over, even if South uh, Dakota State's a more physical team and has a better defense, they're going to be right in this game. I don't see how this game isn't a close game that goes down to the fourth quarter. And that's why I think four and a half points is too much. I've said it all year long with FCS. One in doubt, take the dog, take the points. Um, Yeah, give me the Bearcats. Well,
0: in another angle, I mean, I just think you got to take the points here. The way they've been getting these, sometimes you're a team of destiny. Then the fact they're only three hours away from their home. Yeah, this has got to be a. And I think some
1: people might be overvaluing that big win over Delaware last week. I mean, look, yeah, give the Jackrabbits credit; they just whipped their ass. But the two games before that you could argue that South Dakota State wasn't overly impressive so yep give me a, uh, Sam Houston
0: yeah i like it and by the way if you want to sprinkle a money line play on Sam Houston plus 150 good value there let's talk about the over under it's at 47 and a half i lean over with both both these quarterbacks i understand Gronowski is a freshman i understand South Dakota State's only given up more than 20 points uh uh once uh, all season but at the same time Schmidt is the best I Schmidt and Labanowitz the two best quarterbacks they've seen Labanowitz you know they scored 26 points 27 points I believe on 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 the Jackrabbits defense and they and they probably would have scored more they got stopped at the one yard line a couple times um so I think I think the over is the play here I actually think I'm going to lock up over 47 and a half I think that's a no-brainer here
1: what yeah, you- I like it. I think, uh, you know, I imagine a score like, uh, I don't know, like 27 24. I, you know, I think both teams will will easily be in the 20s. And, yeah, and if both teams are in the 20s, then the likelihood of it going over, you know, I mean, you got a pretty good chance
0: there. Um, I yeah. think the winning team will be in the 30s. Uh,
1: I, c- I can see that low 30s, high yeah. 20s. I-, I can see like a 28 27 game a 30 27 game something like that. Uh you know, I mean most people don't do just uh you know a two leg teaser, but if you want to go up to 10 and a half with um Sam Houston State and bring that down and go over uh what 41 or something. Yeah. That yeah. that could be fun if you want to do a two leg teaser.
0: I like it. I like it. I mean, I don't know, uh, you'd probably have to throw a third game in there. Maybe you go uh Well, you don't have to. I mean, it's just yeah. not as good of odds. I know, but some books don't give you that option. Um, well, so, some do. Find yeah. one that does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you better start thinking about yours. Um, all right. Well, look, I, I'm on Sam Houston State plus four and a half. I even say sprinkle some on the money line, even though I think South Dakota State. My final score prediction: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go South Dakota State thirty-four, Sam Houston State thirty-one.
1: I'm going to go South Dakota state 30, Sam Houston state 28. There we go.
0: Similar, similar projections there. Uh, guys, make sure you subscribe to the college experience. Uh, but first wait, now we got to talk about a coaching hire late in the year. We know Lance Leopold, great Buffalo coach, great Wisconsin, whitewater coach lands the job at, uh, at Kansas after uh less miles got caught basically doing this, you know? Bitch. She got a great ass. Um you <laughs> got in some trouble in Baton Rouge. So anyway, he's out in 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 Kansas. Uh Leopold leaves Buffalo for Kansas late in the year. Like I said, after spring ball And now the Buffalo uh Bulls, big fan of the Buffalo Bulls. Coming into the year, you thinking Leopold was gonna be there. I thought they were gonna win the Mac. But now they go out and they, they hire Maurice uh Lingist a uh, def- uh co-defensive coordinator of Michigan. Now he never actually coached a game at Michigan because he was <laughs> recently hired, but uh, previously was with Mike Elko at, at, at Texas A&M. He was with the Dallas Cowboys last year and their defense was fire. Nick, right? Uh, no, no, <laughs> it wasn't. But, uh, neither was their secondary. <laughs> yeah. He was a DB coach with the, with the Cowboys last year, but uh, Hey, I was in year one. But prior to that, he was at A&M. Uh, with Mike Elko. He's kind of been all over the place, Minnesota, Mississippi state, Iowa state. He was at Buffalo back in 2012 and 13, which I think might've been the Leop- uh the, not the Leopold years, the Turner Gill years. I'd have to go back and check. Uh, maybe it was Leopold's. F- I think it's a Jeff Quinn years, Jeff Quinn. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, and he was at JMU back in 2009 to 2011. I, I don't know much about this hire. All right. I, I don't know what to think of it. I know uh, Elko said great things about him. Jimbo Fisher said great things about him. However, I, I, this team was hiring great coaches, the Turner Gill and the Leopold. Now granted, I I guess I didn't know enough about Leopold prior to this. uh, When he, when he landed the job at Buffalo, I had to go research Wisconsin whitewater and see that success. But I do think there was better coaches out there. I mean, I don't, I have nothing against this guy. I have no idea how he's going to end up, but I think they could have looked towards the FCS ranks uh, and got uh, you know some really good coaches there. I think there's potential coordinators out there that that they could have been able to grab. So what what do you think of linguists going to the Buffalo Bulls? Because hey, look, this is one that I thought they would be. I thought they had a strong chance of winning the MAC this year. Now I'm like, eh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I guess let's go back quickly and look at what's worked for Buffalo in their coaching hires. So yeah, you mentioned Turner Gill. Uh, now before Turner Gill was hired at Buffalo, he had a couple assistant a couple years as an assistant at, at Nebraska and maybe one assistant a year with the Packers. He was, he came in very green, very inexperienced. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you if we were doing that podcast back then we were like, man, it's, this is quite the, quite a leap here. I'm not sure about that hire. Yeah. You know, and then they hired Jeff Quinn, who was a long time college assistant uh, under Brian Kelly and all of the stops of Brian Kelly went, Jeff Quinn went with him. Jeff Quinn did not work out whatsoever. And then they went to Lance Leopold, who was the excellent division, uh, division three coach, multiple national championships. So there's your three paths. You take a, a, a bit, a long shot on a young guy. You go with the experienced head coach, or you go with like the lifetime assistant coach. <laughs> so if anything, this hire is more like the Turner Gill hire. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, this guy is going to be able to recruit very well. He was already landing a couple of commitments at Michigan and just the, the two months he was there, including a five-star and a four-star DB. Uh, and he was the recruiting coordinator and assistant defensive coach at Buffalo during his stint there a few years ago. And, so,
0: and he's also bringing a, a Michigan analyst, Chris white with him to Buffalo. He's also bringing Minnesota. He brought Minnesota's strength coach, Jeremy Cole, which is sh- kind of surprising. Um, well he coached under Fleck too. Yeah, he spent uh what 17 under Fleck. Um that that is interesting there. He does have a strong pedigree of coaches. And and Buffalo to me one of these teams uh, I know this is this is big pictures. This is down the line. But Buffalo actually resides, you know, the Buffalo Bulls aren't like a lot of these Mac schools in a very small city. Now, Buffalo's no it's no New York City, but it's a it's a it's a much bigger city than a lot of these other towns, right? I actually think if they can continue to be good and can, this is a program that was in the FCS not that long ago, right? I think this one could be one down the road. If they talk expansion in the AAC, if they talk expansion in, in some of these other conferences, uh, they could find themselves out of the Mac and into a better conference being that it's somewhat of a decent city not far from if toronto they,
1: if they get yeah. into the american some of those schools from the south are going to hate that november road trip up to buffalo <laughs>
0: yeah i mean look and the basketball program's been good too i mean look i know yeah. i know this is still i, I don't think it's any, i don't think there's been any rumblings of this but i'm saying if you just look at the big city effect here you look at the other teams that they could consider you know people say app state their football program is great the problem is is the town's not very big that your no, your tv not. ratings Well, guys, Buffalo is a big enough town where I think, I think, you know, potentially, and also, you know, you're not far from Toronto. So I think it's a big, uh, now how many Toronto fans would be Buffalo bulls fans? I don't think many, but if you build it up over time, I think you could have a, a, uh, you know, a potential spot there where is there, is there a a bulls mafia? (laughs) There needs to be. All right. there needs to be (laughs) look when we, when we go to a Buffalo bulls game. I will be bring the, the table prefer. I'll bring the table and you bring the dildo to throw on the field. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Uh, um, no, but I, I wonder like down the road, I mean the Mac is, I think the Mac and conference USA kind of a uh, battle for worst conference in, in the, the FBS. I, I wouldn't surprise me though. I mean, obviously I guess the AAC would be the, the real one. Cause they spread out all, all through the United States, but I, I I do think if other conferences emerge or something like that, or you know, I know the Mountain West doesn't make sense to add Buffalo, but the Conference USA does. Uh, uh, but the, but the Conference USA has been down the past couple of years. Um, but I do do think Buffalo, just the fact they're a big city, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to potentially leave the MAC and, and join, and especially with the basketball program. Basketball program has been really good. They've had made the tournament a couple of years, had some success in the tournament. They had Bobby Hurley, they had Nate Oats. So they've done a great job of hiring football and basketball coaches. So perhaps watch out for the Bulls. What would you grade this hire, Nick? Well,
1: I like it. I mean, look, we'll we'll be totally honest with you. I had never heard of this guy before he got hired. So at first, I was like, "Who?" I had kind of the, the kind of the similar reaction to you, where I wasn't sure about it. But when I jumped in and did and did some research, it it certainly seems like he's going to get talent to Buffalo, and I think that is at least half the battle, if not more especially in an area where there's not a whole lot of local talent and it might be a little hard to attract talent. Um, So he's going to get talent up there. The question is, can he coach? Obviously Mm -hmm. that's a big question. Uh, And yeah, that answer is going to be determined here in the coming years, but I think it's a solid hire. I like the, you know, I like going, I I like go, you know, swinging for the fences. That's what this is. The guy's only 37. Uh, He's an up and comer. Why not roll the dice if you're Buffalo? So I like the higher. I'm going to say a B.
0: Yeah, I, it's unknown. I'll match you with the B. I mean, you look at the schedule at a conference. They get Wagner on a Thursday night to open up the season. I think they'll take down Wagner, grab him his first win. He walks into a good situation. The team is talented. Sure, sure. But after that, the other uh, out of conference games at Nebraska, home to Coastal Carolina, and at Old Dominion with Daryl Mack coming in from UCF to be their quarterback. It could be tough. That. I- uh, it's tough. I, uh, you know, I had them winning the Mac with Leopold. I think uh, now I, that has switched over to perhaps Kent state or uh, Ohio. I gotta, I gotta rethink my ink when it comes to the, the Mac or, or ball state, perhaps, you know, sure. Ball state yeah. had a great year with Mike new last year. So or maybe the Toledo rockets, I don't know, but anyway, we'll have you look, if you're a Mac, a Mac fan, if you're a Buffalo bulls fan, make sure you stay tuned uh, or subscribe to the college experience. We're going to break down every single team in all of college football, 130 teams. Uh, Coming up soon in the next month or so, we're going to start that, that journey into those 130 teams. And also we're previewing currently week by week already out there. We're on week. We did week six, a couple days ago. So uh, previewing every single week of the college football season, it's, it's always college football and college basketball season on the college experience and and always college football season on the college football experience. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend and uh, also check out, we got a a numerous, uh, we have what top 10 coaches on the hot seat. We have uh, top 10 quarterbacks, uh podcast up oh, for all of these things. I think best year, two coaches, a ton of stuff out there for you to go and check out and grab, subscribe to the college football experience and go through the catalog. Um, if you're a first time listener, me, Patty C NC Nick, who's on this, on this episode here, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. So make sure you subscribe. We've been over 500 each and every year of doing it. Yes four years of doing it over 500 each year, way over 500 on our lock. So make sure you subscribe to the college football experience. We give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So make sure, make sure you check it out. Make sure you subscribe and check us out. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. We certainly appreciate it. And if you do that, take a screenshot with your phone, it could be a fucking Polaroid for all I care. All right. T- somehow send me that you left that review. All right. I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. You do that. I'll send you a college experience t-shirt. How about that? Now that's a, that's a sweet deal. All right. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty c a three, one, give us all a follow. Make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast at the SGP network and uh, yeah, check out the Slack Channel Sports Gambling Podcast for all the info. Today, I just bet on the the uh, the San Francisco Giants uh, to beat the the Pittsburgh Pirates in the Slack Channel. They told me to take the Giants. I took them. I won cash. Yeah, trust me, the Slack Channel is fantastic. You can find out. me. we got the what Monaco F one going on. You got Preakness. You got all this great shit. All on the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Slack Channel is one of the best ways to get the top notch info on what to bet on. All right guys, this is the college experience FCS championship preview. You better start thinking about yours. Here we have